singing the last piece of the song so uh with the well, uh, i guess it, it's it's mine with the honor bob bissonette for those uh for the english folks who uh, are listening to us first of all welcome to game over the podcast and yes the man I'm the real town. man is right beside me you're in town man uh man after it's been a while yeah episode number eight or nine i forget which one it is but finally uh I took a plane got exactly over here, got man. out of the heat and Get out of here. Yeah, so instead of, yeah, the, the only reason why you're here is just not to, so we can do the podcast, it's just to avoid, you know, bursting into flames. That's it. Really? That's it. Man, how and much? see your beautiful mug. Thank you. I love it. I'll take it. I'll take uh, Yeah, uh, for those wondering why am I wearing a Yankees jersey, well, I got a different jersey every week that people have noticed, but uh, this is more like a moral support for, um, for money well spent. <laughs> I like, I like, I like, I like us to start a thelaton, a sympathy thelaton for the New York Yankees, where it's so active during the trade deadline. We haven't talked since, so uh, and uh, basically, I think they just waved, they waved the white flag, man. Oh, Honestly, I mean that's the one what acquisition. Else, what else is there to do? I mean, there's yeah. there's no chance, and this year it's pretty much over. But they didn't wave the white flag. You can't do that in New York. But I think you know it's. Uh, it's going to be a tough off season. They're going to have to figure that out. They're going to have to figure out where they spend their money, how they spend their money, and uh, they're cleaning house, man. I don't know about it. They can't. I do think that. your neighbor, because Boone is your neighbor. Mm, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know him well, so he's okay. a good man. He's a good, he's a good manager. I love him. I love him in interviews. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Especially in New York. It's hard th- to there's be. There's a note for you, because Simon, Simon is our producer. He puts, puts notes for us while we're doing <laughs> I mean, this. So, yeah, they, exactly. <laughs> Can you please move your microphone to the left? That was really funny. But uh, I don't think you have a choice. I think uh, the second floor has to go also, man. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to figure it out because, I mean, who you replace him with and being in New York, a manager in New York. And all these contracts. Uh-huh, contracts. I mean, they got a lot to figure it out. I mean, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how they figure that out. I mean, it's going to be the manager now. Cashman, we know, is going to stay there. and It's not going to change. But, I mean, yeah. the players, who are they going to – which direction are they going? Are they going super young? Are they going to go, you know, trade guys? What are they going to do, eat the contracts? Or how is that going to happen? Well, how are you going to go super young? That means getting rid of veterans. Mm-hmm. Who's going to take those contracts? You just said it. Nobody's going to take them. Yep. Because, uh, obviously, the numbers aren't behind, you know, the money you spent. Um, come on. I mean, if you're the Yankees, you've been trying to do this year after year. Yeah. When was the last when's, when's the last World Series uh, victory from the Yankees? I think Jeter was still around, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been too long. Very, exactly. Way too long for that type of that type of team. So your model's not working. Well, we're talking Change about the look at the Canadians. Canadians. Well, we can't even say that. Yeah, yeah, let's see. But, today, yeah, but you know what? <laughs> I've said it before, and I'm, I'm going to say it again. The Montreal Canadiens will not win another Stanley Cup. As long as the Expos aren't So we're looking for an back. owner for the Expos. Get the Canadian somebody Expos and bring him back. There you go. So you get, a, you know, you get your uh, Stanley Cup. Jeff Molson? Yeah, why not? Two billion? How much would it cost? It'd be the, well, you can't transfer any teams because the only, tra- the only team that would... Uh, it's a yeah, nice exa- expansion. expansion. Nashville and Montreal. What's going to be the price tag on expansion? Mm, $2.2 billion. $2.2? Mm-hmm. I love, I love the point I mean, too. At this point, at this point, really, <laughs> at the lowest, two point five, two point two five. about that? Really? Let's give you a couple no, billion dollars easily. I mean, for expansion? Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the price. That's the price tag. Yeah. Okay. Because, well, you know, I mean, to, to build a stadium, you know, people are going to start crying of like, you know, we could have spent that money uh, somewhere else, and uh, and actually. Uh, I, I want to mention something. Um, I don't know. Cause, I mean, it's a new podcast, and uh, you know, we're building a following. Uh, numbers are fine. They're nice. 
<laughs> Did I just say fine? Room for improvement. That's well, no, no, but it's, we're building something. That's what, no, but that's what the podcast world is all about. What I'm saying is like, I, I wonder if those who follow us in English are like bilingual people. Is it mostly French people that, you know, know the both of us? Because for the English folks, well, they know you're mug. You have no idea what the fuck this guy is talking. You know, who's the baldy? Max Martin. Here we go. And, uh, but... So I'm wondering if it's, it's like for the Anglo's who are like maybe not familiar with the with the Montreal situation, on the show on the French show we had the Roger Brulot, mm-hmm. which is like a Hall of Fame announcer uh, here in uh, for baseball obviously here in Montreal, uh, in Quebec, and uh, and he was mentioning it as like you know I mean the idea of having it's funny because when when the, when the Expos and the Nordiques left 209 the Yankees were champions in 209 so it's over 14 years. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Keep that model Too going. Long. It's working for you. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah, just chug it along. That'd be just. They just need young guys. They need to build. There's, you know, they build for future. And it's it's really hard to do in Montreal. I mean, in uh, New York. And it's, it's the hard same to do thing in Montreal. In Montreal. Too. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's the same same model. Yeah. I, I never thought I'd say it, but I mean, they're gonna. They should take your Dodgers' uh, way of doing things. You know, mix. Yeah. Uh, spend your money well, but just make sure you know you don't forget your farm system. But what I'm saying is, like, back to. Uh, oh, by the way. Um, I just want to make something clear. Also, today the whole podcast is going to be between me and uh, and, and Eric. Uh, we haven't seen each other for a while, except for like on the screen. So we'll be going in every different direction. We're both uh, ADHD mm-hmm. and uh, no medication was taken. They know by now. Right? They know by now. But I mean, I think it's I think it's amplified today. And even though uh, they might not know it because it's been it's been a long day of shooting. It's like our fourth, the third, the third podcast we're doing. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Good luck following which uh, will be all the over. subject. It'll be all over. So just take notes. I would suggest back uh, back at home, just like you know, put some kind of like you know a board behind you and just trying to take notes and you know draw draw the lines between the subjects. And uh, but he was saying that um, the Montreal when the Expos left and when the Nordiques left, you know, the government here in Quebec would say, yeah, instead of you know spending money on a stadium and or an arena, you know, we can actually improve the roads and and uh, the, the healthcare system. <laughs> Well, that's not what the fuck happened, is it? Huh? Jesus Christ, man. The words haven't been as... God, am I going to go there? I want to stay happy. So what I'm saying is like, you know, to buy a team, it's going to be private ownership. Mm-hmm. To build a stadium, that's where people are going to go, why are we spending this fucking money? Why are we going to be spending somewhere else? And people never make the difference between spending and investment. Can yep. you explain that to them, please? I mean, it's, you know, you got to remember, like, the impact full, that the impact has, that the professional team has on, like, for me, Without the Expos, I don't think I would have been dreaming the same way. I don't think I would have been in the big yeah. leagues. And I think there's a huge impact, not just, you know, the kids want, they, do, they don't want to dream. You want to give kids a dream. You want to give, you know, it's, it's great to have great, you know, great Yeah, but some people say it's a pretty expensive dream when you, you know, build like I understand, you know, but now there's a different stadium. There's, yeah, there's a different model now. I mean, the way to do it, there's private money. There's a lot of money to be made. There's a reason why all the billionaires are fighting for yeah. teams. There's a reason why, because they're making money. So just just find a good system. You don't need a 50,000-seat stadium. You need something to, okay, we're going to get 15, even less. I mean, make it 15, 20,000. Really? You can make money differently now. There's a lot of ways. We're talking about social media, advertising dollar. We're talking about all that stuff that's coming in that wasn't there before back then it was hot dogs and beers that's it and then you could make you know money on tv rights and everything else so that's probably why the expos yeah. left because they had no tv deals but i think now the difference is you know if you build a really good solid foundation team with the young kids for a long period of time and get a, a good stadium like the expos used to do like the Ra- yeah exactly in the, the Ra- 80s that's exactly what happened in the 90s also mm-hmm. when we like you know the if it wasn't for the strike, which basically killed the baseball in Montreal, man, it would be a whole yeah, different suggestion. Everything. And not just that, it's like, you know, Montreal is losing um, its, uh, its uh, touristic appeal. 
Yeah. That's I it. mean, you know, I've got every year, you know, I mean, at the Just for Last Festival, I remember last year I was hanging out with a lot of French uh, comics from, from France. And uh, at first they thought it was pretty funny, all the cones and the construction. After two days, I was like, what the fuck is this? Are you guys, you guys live in this all it's the fashion. time? It's and new fashion. It? No, exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you have to, yeah, basically now, you know, when you go, you know, shopping, you have to like, you make sure your outfit fits with what's going on in the street with the orange invading this whole city. They are having a problem getting people back to the city, uh, even business-wise. I mean, yep. you know, ever since we discovered, you know, what the advantages of, uh, of working from home, mm-hmm. man, I, I live downtown Montreal. You should see the amount of empty spaces. It's amazing, man. It's yeah. actually depressing and kind of scary, man. So give him something to come back to and not just the Montreal people, Keep the whole downtown. province. Keep and the people the, downtown. Exactly. When you go work, the business people, like, you know, it's, it's hard for Montreal. Like, you, know, you know, the stadium was located in a bad, you know, bad location. Back in the days, people traveled and everything else. If you put the stadium right in downtown, where the exactly. businesses are, businesses thrive. Next to my house, please. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so many places we could do it. it, and it doesn't have to be a stadium that's there for 45 years. Build a stadium and think about the future. Every 20 years, you have a new stadium. Hey, we're going to think yeah. about the future. Like, I don't know, it could become a park later. It could become apartments. It could become something else. Make it exactly. sustainable stadium. I love it. Where you think future. Like, you don't have to be building the biggest stadium and the best. Hey, make it where it's you know it's efficient. And make it where okay, we're reviving this area of the city for 20 years, 25 years, and then we're moving again a little bit farther. We're going to revive that area. Just use the state, use the city, use the, the team to revive those little areas. Make sure that you know, there's a lot of money that can be made during restaurants, just entertainment. I mean, you could you could make it so so cool. Well, Summers in yeah. Montreal are great. You know, they're not everywhere long, but this, they're great. <laughs> everywhere on this continent, whenever they build something new, mm-hmm. whether it's, it's an arena or a stadium, people are excited. You know, it's a, it's it's exactly like we just said. It's 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 motivation. One more reason to go visit the city, the downtown. And we pay a lot of taxes. Guys exactly. making thirty, forty, fifty million dollars a year now. We're paying taxes. That tax goes to the player, to the people. And and I think that's you know it's hard. It's really hard to convince. Like, but I think if you have the right group of people to really explain it to the player, to the people, explain to the yeah you know, slowly because apparently here in Quebec we have a hard time understanding. No, nowhere else do they complain. They're all happy. This oh, is they the only fucking place where we whine because we got something to. Yeah. They complain they? too. Uh, yeah, You're everybody complains. I mean, except in Vegas, they just give you stadiums and everything else. That's a little different with the casinos. But I think, you know, that's kind of where it's going to take. It's gambling. That's, and all you launder, gambling that's all you launder money in Vegas. You build stadiums. That's all, you, you that's all the mafia uh-huh. gets rid of the, uh, you know. <laughs> Man, we got some bodies money to spend. Bodies to bury and money to spend. <laughs> Fucking stadium. There's the answer, man. Hey, you go. go with it. You go with it. Yeah, yeah. All I'm thinking is we need one here. I think we deserve a second chance. Montreal is a great place. It's a great place. It's a beautiful. I mean, it's you talk about growing the game worldwide. We're very European country. I mean, very European city. You go to Quebec City is more, even more European. Yeah. So you can if you capture these, if you can capture that type of. Uh, audience this these, these are the fans i mean they're going to go back to europe you, you know french and english it's great we're bilingual here and then you might you, know, you can say we're trilingual now there's a lot of very a lot of different ethnicity it's a melting pot i yep. think it would be great to grow the game and then i think they you know i think mlb wanted to hear i think they do want to be here that's the worst part most teams most cities will beg a league nba nfl NHL to have a team. Mm-hmm. Come on. Just come to our city. Especially now with the game. MLB wants to come here. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, 
Let us yeah, think about it's, it. It's, it's hard. It's hard because, I mean, we deserve a team. The fans deserve a team. There's a lot of – there's passion here in Montreal. There's a lot of history. We're talking yeah. about a Jackie Robinson that played here in AAA. <laughs> I mean, seriously, there's a lot. The time. You have to. You're there a Dodger. Is. There you're is. A Dodger. I, I mean, there's every, a lot of history. There really is. Every Dodger has to mention Jackie Robinson. Yeah, in we, every, we don't have to, do but we like for to the rest because, of, uh, you know. of your lives. Well, with great reason, man. You know what? Did you see? The, you saw the movie? Oh yeah, amazing. Was, yeah, it amazing. was a nice movie, but I thought with, with such a story of how you know how hard and I mean to be the first black player. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we see the moments where like ignorance takes place, you know, like from the cops, or from from the stands, you know, yep. from the fans in the stand with the N word and everything else. But I mean, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna sound weird, but I think they could have made a better point of all. I think it's not even half. They didn't show half as tough as it was for Jackie to actually. Yeah, I mean, it's and, you know, uh, it's it was. I mean, it's amazing. Just you met for, him, right? No? no, I met his wife. Okay. Because she, she does a lot of with the Dodgers, the Dodger, well, the Jackie a Robinson ago, Foundation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I met her, and uh, Roy Campanella was a big fan, a big yeah. friend of his. So that, uh, you know, I was lucky with the Dodgers. We had a lot, we have a lot of history, and then Montreal is part of history with the which they didn't Dodgers. talk about in the movie. They didn't not talk enough. about Montreal. Not, not enough. enough. You no. saw him wearing the jersey and yeah, everything else. But it. the yeah. reason why he was in Montreal because it was so, you know, the reason why they send him down here is because it's we're so uh, we're so. Welcoming, accepting, yeah, accepting, yeah, exactly, and that's exactly yeah. a, that's why I'm, I'm not saying it was a perfect world. I'm sure some idiots not. fucking I mean, scream some it's stuff. It's still but, not know. a perfect world. It's still going to be. There's always improvement yeah. to be made and everything else. We're going. We're coming a long way. There's a long ways to go. I think, you know, it's important to know that story, that history, because it's, it's yeah. It's and how much Montreal was a big part of it. That's mm-hmm. why you know, the, we we forget there was actually a time when the Montreal Royals, mm-hmm. not even the Expos, were actually more popular than the Montreal Canadiens. The Montreal Canadiens went through a bad patch, I think, in the 40s or 50s. I forget which one. And, and it's a proven thing that the Montreal Royals are actually... So when people think we're there's no love fans. story... This is, we're a sports city. We love sports. I mean, remember, we're a blue-collar, blue-collar city. Blue-collar city loves sports. You talk about going to Milwaukee, a great sports town. You go, yeah. to, you go to Chicago, Boston. Boston's a blue-collar town. There's a, there's huge baseball for... There's huge pretty rich for a blue-collar town, you know? Well, I mean, it's yeah. ish. But yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> Blue-collar-ish. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I think there there is there is hope. I think I know it. You know, I know a lot of people get down on it, but I believe in it. I really think it's. I really think if it's done right with the right people, the right you know, it's, it's just it's never right made vision. more sense. And and yeah, it's post post pandemic. We're looking for like you know, uh, new entertainment. We got to revive the city. Yep. Um, we all know that if the Montreal, well, I assume will be the Expos, uh, comes back to Major League Baseball and be the Montreal American Royals. League East, yeah, or Royals, that'd yeah, be even better. Royals. Exactly. Yeah, go old school. Um, you know, it, it, imagine the, the playing the Blue Jays. You yeah. know, like what, I mean, just in the in the, the East Division. Sorry, the dog is here. <laughs> For some reason, she's hungry. Is, uh, no, no, she's is Simon walking around, or uh, she saw something. Because no, I, yeah, because I bring my dog to the show. People don't know it because we don't see it because it's on. But uh, oh, come here, come here. We oui. everything's safe. Don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, because those because I got a service dog. People don't know that because when they you know they when they. Uh, they, when I got diagnosed with ADHD to the surprise of fucking no one. <laughs> Shocker, right? I know. Shocker. I remember I was doing a show. Cause At least you're diagnosed. I wasn't diagnosed yet. So. Uh, the, well, the, Not yet. It's you funny. diagnosed me, and I think I diagnosed myself too. So. Yeah, because the first thing you mentioned is like, I think I am. So I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I now I can confirm because, I mean, just the way here, just the ride here. 
trying to find the subjects we're going to talk about today. I think. Well, we have six pages of notes that we yeah. haven't even touched one yet. And not just that, it's like, you know, it's, it's half notes. Yeah. Because basically. <laughs> and you, know, you just keep like, doing circles. I think, you know, the, the, the post trading market and, oh, I have to go to the grocery store and I forgot <laughs> to pick up this. And so you get like, you know, the grocery list at the same time as the subject list and stuff. And uh, oh. But anyway, so I didn't want to take any medication because um, I'm also an ex cokehead. Yeah, exactly. I should mention it. And, uh, you know, if I take, like, uh, those medication, like, within a couple of weeks, I'll just, man, I'll start just, like, uh, yeah. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Let's not go down. So, 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 so I got a dog. I got a a dog, a service dog. She keeps me calm. And uh, right now, if she's barking, it's because she feels I'm not, uh, I don't know. See, she she, she feels my anxiety about not getting the Expos back. We'll get it. We'll get them back. We got to stay positive. We got to get the right people. Get some Bronfman, man. How about you get some players to invest in that? Get some players invested. Put some Which players? Any players. Everybody would love any players. Baseball players? Yeah. Players would invest. Why not? Take or some like put a bunch of guys, a bunch of people together, but like 30, 40 players. How about we convince Otani to come here? Put pressure Let's to build a stadium. Say, That's yours. We'll give you a percentage of everything. We'll give you the city, man. You do whatever you want, man. <laughs> Where do you want the stadium? And let's build a team oh, around you. And then you can sign people and mm-hmm. all the revenues. Will yeah, be you like, decide you know, everything. No, but you keep talking about like, you know, a player is worth. And, yeah. you know, like I think in, so. in the car, you were talking about like how like players should be like mm-hmm. almost like a stock market. You TPV, know? Like, yeah, you know. I think so. I think, you know, I think it'd be, you know, you can bet on games right now. You can bet on every pitch. Why don't you want to invest in a player? Why don't you want to invest in a team? Why don't you want to invest in a league? I mean, that would be amazing because for me, you talk about growth of the game. If you have something invested in it, you care about it, you follow it, you really – that thing, that would be that way. I mean, if you invest $100,000 in a stock or in whatever stock you're in, you're going to look at it. You're going to make sure that it's – you know, you're giving interested to pique your interest. And I think that's kind of where – that's where the game is going. We all know that gambling is taking over the game, taking yeah. over any sports, and that's kind of where it should be done. It should be done where, okay, you know, that's fine. And it, it would really help a lot too with, you know – we always talk about the Alabama head coach that just kind of got fired because he well, bet on games. Well, go to gambling right away. Let's go to gambling sure. right away. Because, I mean. I, think, I just think this, there's a, this is the way you capture audience. You capture your audience by, but, I know okay. it's a problem. I understand. It's but it's sensitive not, problem. It's not leaving. It's not gone. No, Why but it's how you control it. It's like funny. It's only going to get more and more and more gambling. But it's the way it's presented, because I mean, it, it, I, I agree. I, I was talking about it being a, a cokehead. It's like you watch commercials, like people gambling with the Jamie Foxx now, like mm-hmm. you know, what's the something bet? What is it? Um, bet ninety nine. No, no, that's uh, Jean Saint Pierre. Yeah. But um, uh, Jimmy Fox. Uh, oh, uh, 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 anyway, you know Jeff what I'm talking King about. Jeff King and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah that all kind of stuff. Them, yeah, but yeah. Uh, fuck. Anyway, help us out. I don't know. MGM help betting us. and all that. Something bet. Every something. casino is at a bet. Yeah. So basically, and it's like all you see is like people winning first of all, which is fucking full of shit, and just not just that, but it's like people are happy, people are you know high fiving each other nobody lost their house nobody's hanging themselves but you and then you, you see at the bottom it goes if you have a problem just be careful it's like you know if you're doing coke in front of me going oh man this is the greatest i'm having time in my life don't don't touch it max not for you but the rest of us oh we just love it it's just amazing yeah, but it's just, now, it's a I, I understand what you're saying but they're not it's not going anywhere it's only getting bigger and bigger so what are you going to do control it own it make sure that it's make sure that the players get a percentage of that make sure that it's invested in it so there's no corruption there's no players throwing games out there there's no coaches in alabama that's, that's also gonna, something that's not going to go away i know it's only i know it's not going to go away but if i'm a brand if i'm getting percentage if i'm a stock if i'm a stock market personally and i'm like but i'm explain, not going to explain try. your theory on that because in the car it kind of made sense when or maybe i was just you know concentrating on the road and just making okay so basically guys, what i'm saying every is, player was its own stock Yes, you become a stock. So I can invest. You can invest in it. And then let's just say I work out hard and everything else is there. And I can say, you know what? Every time I go, 
Every time I work hard on the field, off the field, great post on social media. So you post quality impact, a quality post. So you're basically enhancing your own personal brand, right? Which would not it won't be a perfect scenario, but you know, not perfect. It, it would prevent some perfect. players. You're just trying to, to, to be a fight. You're just trying idiot. to push the brand, push the brand, like personal branding. So let's just say my brand, Otani, right? Otani is going to enhance the Yankee brand if he goes to the Yankees. He's not going to go. Wherever he goes, he's going to make it where the team's going to be bigger because his brand, he's got a brand. And then make sure that brand grows. Make sure that the team help him grow his brand. Same thing with gambling, the same thing. Make it where, okay, I can bet on every Otani pitch. I can bet on Otani. I can bet on whoever team Otani's in. And I can bet on the league that Otani, on any sports that Otani plays. So then you have different markets. Then you create markets that's never been existed before. So yeah. instead of relying on TV rights, which is going long, you know, it's, it's kind of going out a little bit more. Now we talked about the Bally stuff and everything else. That's kind of going out the door. So now it's streaming rights, gambling, you know, markets, a new market. The, the, the stock will be a new market. So how do you, and if I'm, if I'm, if I'm getting paid as a CEO of my own company, which I'm already paying taxes as a company, I'm, I'm already a company paying tax as a company. So why not make it a stock? Why not pay myself a CEO as a percentage? That's how you would know. That'd be hilarious, man. Let, let, let me see this I, morning. Would you not invest? How much Bryce you, Harper's worth? Ah, you, he's you hurt again. Tishri, God. That's the same thing you do. You're doing the same thing. You're putting money in. Uh, you play with Tishri, uh, you know, you play, uh, uh, what do you call that? Fantasy uh, baseball. Fantasy baseball. baseball. It's the same thing. You're buying players. What's the difference? It's not real money. <laughs> well, but you have some that's real money. You can well, do it with real money. Some, I don't. I don't. But just, think, just from... think about that in, in the in fantasy baseball. Yeah, you're going to invest in each player. So you're going to watch it. You talk about yeah, but you talk player... about growing the popularity. That's how you do it. That's how you. That's where you do it. And then you want to make sure that there's no, not corruption, but you want to make sure that the players represent their brand, represent the team brand, represent the baseball brand. If they're involved, they're getting paid for it. They're, they're going to make sure that they're... I, yeah, mean, I mean, there's always going to be it is a you know there's always ex exceptions to every rule, but I think that would be the best way to go about it. I think it makes sense because the players would want to make sure their brand is gaining gaining money. But they already they their own themselves. brands. It's not official. We're not calling them a they stock, are. but it doesn't prevent them from being idiots sometimes. You know what I'm I mean? Not I mean, it does. But I'm saying it would, make, it would make you a lot more aware of it. I mean, make like, hey, if if I have friends around me that betting. On whatever, like we talk about those football players that got caught because they're, you know, I don't know if it's their cousins or their friends or whatever, gambling on games with information, insider info. Well, you well, can't do that. Well, first of all, they got gambling themselves on their own games. That's what that's the big an, problem that's was. That's even worse. I mean, they, they get a coach from Alabama, the head coach. Yeah, tell the story coach. for those who don't know the story. The coach so I'm not from sure Alabama. it's exactly accurate, but what I'm, you know. It's a podcast. Nobody has to be accurate. Exactly. So, <laughs> so the, the we head coach. We can make up shit. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I think it's the Alabama head baseball coach. So he basically, you put Money. I'm not sure if he put money or someone he was in touch with someone else that was putting money on the game. And what happened is he changed his pitcher an hour before the game. To from his ace to like a, from his ace to a lesser pitcher because he bet money on the game. He bet money. I think I think he bet money on his team to lose. I mean, come on. I mean, you're making so much money. But if you take that out, like if you take that out of the equation where you can make money if you grow your brand, if you do it that way, I think it would take that out. I think it yeah, really would. But, I mean, I mean, to bet on your own teams like is, is foolish, idiotic. Of course, you know, if you know your quarterback's hurt, if you know that, you know, your pitcher's been dealing with the elbow problem that hasn't come out publicly yet or something, yeah, of course, maybe it'd be tempting. But And like you said, they already make enough money. But what I'm saying is like, 
like I'm looking at all these young kids who are being suspended, and some of them start gambling back in college. Is if you make it accessible to to someone it's already who's that accessible. young, I know. Except here, right. Quebec is different. I agree with you. In Quebec is different because it's government run, and everything else over there. So I watched a fight last night. I watched a Diaz fight. Uh, and not last night, but I watched a fight. Like, you can bet on fights. Here, I couldn't get on my app because I'm not in America. Yeah, because you, you were in Montreal while you yeah, were doing... So I really? Bet. Yeah, I can't bet. If, if you know if you have an American account and well, stuff... Well, they know where just... you're at, GPS. So, yeah. Like, it's not... So, they like, blocked you? Yeah, you can't bet anything. Because I bet, like, 20 bucks on a game here and there. But see, you're someone who's, like, you know, who's actually responsible. Every time we talk to you on the phone, I go, hey, I, I agree, bet. But there's, there's, they're selling beer. There's alcoholics. Like, there's beer commercial all the time right there. I know. That kills more people pretty, than which, most. It's pretty amazing for, <laughs> you know I mean? for a sober <laughs> guy to have, like, you know, four actually. But I'm just saying, you have to be responsible. There's, you got to be responsible. You're not going to eliminate anything. You know, yeah. banning beer is not going to make you not want to drink beer. I mean, no, and you got to be responsible. But it's the same thing with gambling. When I think there's so much money to be made, there's so much upside to be made on the player's impact. I mean, to, to, to make money, it would actually save the teams a lot of money, too. I mean, you could pay an Atani. Okay, how much money, how much views you're looking at? Okay, we're looking at on Facebook, right? There's no guys don't get paid as much on you know on social media as much. You know, there's another avenue right there that you could get paid. You can make money, create revenue. We talk about the expo is coming back. This is how we're dreaming. We're not dreaming. We're just trying to find our way. <laughs> but I think it, anywhere. I mean, if you're going to Charlotte, I mean, they're not going to make money on Gates anymore because we saw COVID. When COVID, this may be 15 to. It might be. I think it's fifteen or twenty percent of revenue comes from the gate for every sport. Or we're we talking just baseball. I think baseball. I'm not okay. sure all the other sports, right. but a lot of it is basically all the money is made on TV you know, rights, TV and, rights just, uh, and everything else. But you know what? We, we saw we saw the last couple of weeks like an exodus of uh, of the Pac-12 uh, football teams. Well, I mean mm -hmm. the, the Pac-12 schools, not just football teams, but the schools in general. Um, they're down to four schools left. We're probably going to move on somewhere else. But the point is. The major reason for that was like, while the, you know the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, SEC were getting all these massive contracts, these TV contracts from you know the classic CBS, Fox, ESPN, and where like the revenue sharing would mm -hmm. come out to like fifty or sixty million uh, million dollars per school, the uh, commissioner for the Pac-12 uh, blew it obviously because I mean this is last year of the TV uh, mm -hmm. of the TV deal, got an offer from ESPN slash um, Apple TV. Uh, for streaming, mm -hmm. and it came out to like you know approximately 20 million per school. Mm -hmm. So boom, I mean Oregon, Washington bolted. Uh, same thing with Utah, the two schools from Arizona, your hood, mm -hmm. and uh, you know so so streaming. There's a big there's a big shift going on. I mean you're, you'll see NILs, NILs now. How are we gonna how are we gonna manage that? How are you gonna manage the NILs? How are you gonna manage like to make it fair for every team? Like well the boosters probably paying the money or the gambling coming from TV rights going to big school, big school. So the big school are getting bigger and bigger. So what's gonna happen with those smaller schools that don't have the same, you know, the same resources to bring those players in or to give the scholarships or whatever? That's going to change. Now you're going to conference is going to die. So now the sport, the college sport, it's evolution. I mean, you know, I understand, but, not, but we have to died, we have to be uh, able to adapt. I mean, how do you adapt to this? How do you make sure that because we're talking about the Yankees and the Rays, and we're talking about the Yankees and Orioles. This is the big problem. It's going to become even bigger in college. It's going to become that way. And how you how do you manage this? How do you manage a kid that you know? How do you manage? How do you How do you tell a kid, a family, that, hey, we're going to pay you $5 million at 13 years old because we know you're going to be really, really good? They can do that now. At 13? Any age. It doesn't matter. I know, and I'm just thinking, and I'm sure it's so probably. You know, well, I, I know soccer-wise. If you have done, a kid at six foot five, at 14, 15, like I coach, I coach, like I had a Cuban kid that I was mad. Six coaching. foot five at 14? He was six, seven. 
six six, a lefty. He was basically at fourteen. Yes. Really. Ernesto Martinez Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a great athlete. You have but, to say it twice. Just I mean, I would have. You I, could hear it from way no, up I there. I saw him. I'm like, there's no way that kid's 14. No way. And I'm like, wow. I mean, if, I, if, I have, if I have money and I can pay for his future earnings and make sure he goes there and everything else, that's the guy I'm going for. Amazing athlete. Lefty. He hits bombs. He throws 93, 94. I mean, that's the, what's going to stop that? There's got to be a way to figure that out. And that's why I think, you know, like we're talking about NIL is going to change the game. Gambling is changing the game. Well, NIL's already changed the game. Yeah. It's totally going to change. It's going to change the minor leagues. It's going to change everything. So how do you control this? How do you make sure that it's not going to get out of control? Because, you know, once you allow something, you have to have like, okay, well, what's the cause and effect, right? It's going to happen. Or We know the NIL, there's going to be money thrown in. So where do you do that? How do you manage this to be, okay, be fair for everybody? I know it sounds terrible because we talked about the free market and everything. Everybody wants yeah. to spend the money they want to spend it. Yeah, but at what cost? At what cost? You want to cost the you know, college experience? You want to cost that? And like now it's, become, it's going to become such a business that it won't matter. So now they're talking a little bit about doing like, okay, we're going to pay for insurance, right? We're going to pay for this and that. That's great. I love that. But it needs to be done from the top. Not from each school individual, because then you lose control. Yeah, but you know what the problem is? is now it's but a it's gold the same rush. thing with gambling. It's gold rush for, know, for, for the know. college schools, for the professional leagues. Um, I, look, I mean, it, we all know how much you know, money rules everything. But like one of the, thing, one of the, one yeah, of the things you, I don't Money get is rules like, everything, right? But if you, if you destroy your sport, if you destroy your conferences and everything else, the money won't be there anymore. That's going to be yay. It's going to be there for five, six, seven teams or whatever just like in the big leagues but how do you manage this to be a sustainable sport a sustainable uh, system that uh, you know we're talking about ecosystem how are you going to sustain that for everybody because if you have six teams no one's going to what's happening in sports in college sports anyways the same thing that's happening in 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 life in general it's like you know all these multinationals are like you know are just buying everything around them you know i know it's i know it's it's wishful thinking i get that and but first of all the nca as we know it is just dead and over i mean you know four years from now there'll be three conferences of 40 teams each i'm I'm barely exaggerating you know all together put them all together put them all together sec against big negotiate together yeah and change the name but it's not fucking big 12 anymore it's not it's big four it's not a small four it's called a small four 18 man the pack 12 yeah the small four yeah <laughs> the little pack. Let's call, call it the little pack on the West Coast. Come on. One man wolf pack. No, um, but the gambling, I think, is the next thing. Yeah. I think it's a big thing to get under control for, for a lot of different reasons. For either, for, first of all, to be, have new revenue for the team that they don't have to pay those. How are we going to pay Otani? How are you going to pay his true value, TPV, yeah. I keep talking about, the true player value? But, well, but I want to make one point, though. It's, like, it's the same thing with the war on drugs. Yeah, we know the the way to win the war on drugs is not to like. I'm not saying to stop preventing drugs coming into the country. They've been going at it in oh, Central America in forever, and just like, well, yeah, but legalize I mean, it or something. Exactly, how, how do you and, do that? and you use that money to to give options like uh, t- uh, therapeutic options, yes. you know, that people can consult. So if you're gonna if you're gonna go if you're gonna go with the gambling route. Don't put me that old fucking sign at the bottom that says, if you have a problem, call us while you know, people are jumping up and down. Give me a real serious commercial mm-hmm. that also, you know, I mean, yes, okay, this is, you know, if because if, whenever I talk to you and I'll call you and say, oh, yeah, I just put like 20 bucks on a game or like, you know, I just put like, sometimes it's like even less or whatever. You're just having fun. Oh, I'm, I put games 10 bucks on this. Games inning, you don't whatever. care. Yeah, games that you don't exactly. care about. You I can't do that. I know I can't. 
No, I get. I understand. But I'm it, someone like, who can't. And I, like I can have a beer. You can't. Or my. You know. There's people that can't. There's alcoholics that can't have one beer. I can. But it's like. Yes, I can. I choose. But you not can't to. tell people no all the time. <laughs> you got to show them. The, you know, if you do this, what's going to happen? And then you have yeah. to make a decision. You know, it's just, it's 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 touchy. I get it. It's not popular because it's it is. There's a lot of people with oh, true sure problems. People are, yeah. and people lost their houses. I, I get that. I understand. But it's not. It's not going away. The only thing it's going higher and higher and higher with less and less and less. So let's find a way to like you know, yes, control make it, manage where, it and just, where uh, people benefit from it at all places, yeah. fairly. Where okay, the teams. Let's say like I don't know. The Dodgers probably make a lot more money than the Pittsburgh Pirates on the gambling on the gambling part. They have DraftKings probably, or they have another. The, the, the Pirates not making $30, $40, $50 million a year on that deal. They all have indivi individual deals. They all have. They do? Probably. Oh, probably. Okay, I thought you were going to tell me something. Maybe you had that, uh, no? you had well, a scoop or something? I, the Diamondbacks doesn't have the same sponsorship as the Dodgers do. Of course, we know that. Or the Yankees. The Yankees have TikTok. They're sponsors. TikTok's one of their sponsors. Well, you know, Rays don't have TikTok sponsors. So the, Chinese, the Chinese government owned the New York. <laughs> On the New York Yankees. Now we're going to talk about data no, staying exactly. here. You know? <laughs> no, no, no. But I want to actually, let's just switch to the next subject. Because um, we talked about it on the French podcast. There's no link between the subjects. So once again, take a deep breath. Try to follow us. Um, we're talking about, just about what happened with the Mets, you know, getting rid of Scherzer and Verlander and Kana. And Jesus Christ, it was a fourth player. I keep forgetting who it was. But anyway, three major ones. Um Let's see what happens with Peter Alonso. And, and then, you know, Cohen, the owner, Cohen, comes out and says, don't worry, next year we'll be competitive. I'll put, I'll put a good product on, on, on the field and stuff. And you were like, bullshit, it's going to be. The guy seems to be No, sincere. he will. I know he will. But the, the problem I have with this is, like, it's, you know, they say that. They just, you know, I, I'm not, I, like, I like him as an owner because he spends money. I think he's very invested in the team. I think he wants to the win. The next player says, I like the owner because he spends money. Of course. Of I mean, course. I want people, I want teams oh, yeah. to, to want to win, right? I want, I want teams to try to win. And that's been, the, that's been the biggest negotiation and bargaining agreement, like, you know, the revenue sharing and all that stuff. Like, what do they do with it? Where are they spending it? And, you know, this has always been where players want to make sure that they're, every single team are competitive every single year. Because, first of all, they want to win. Now, we've been playing since we're two, three, four years, five years old. And all we care about is, yeah, of course, it's, it's great to make money. But we didn't play baseball. We, we, I never worked at baseball. I always played baseball. I never yeah. worked for – I never played baseball because I knew I was going to make money. Parents probably do. Parents probably push their kids because they know Jesus that. Jesus Christ, yeah. But, that's, that's also another but big society But if, you, if I see an owner that has, you know, has, wants to win – And every year he puts a good product on it. There's there's a there's a method to the madness as well. I mean, it's, it's not, he's not going to turn around and say, "Hey, I'm going to win and spend 500 million," because he did that. He spent a half a billion dollar, and then now he's got to unload 300 yeah. million. Not, and not only did gotta, he spend that money, he's also paying for it to be like away from his own team. Well, those he's, mis he's those playing, mistakes that, that he money makes from Moneyball. He's, he's only he's, been an owner in the, for two years, right? Yeah, but he's got GM. He's, he's got a GM. He's got baseball players. He's got, he's got president of operation, whatever you call him. He's got a different title. He's got many options for people to go, what are you doing, man? Spend money on Scherzer. That's fine. Scherzer and Verlander, two, like, you know, or in their 40s, you know, to, and, and this is what you rely on to, like, take you to the next step. Remember what happened to Marlins? 
With the Marlins, they oh, spend a bunch God. of money. They got a new stadium yeah, and they unload yeah, everything they, they, the next year. Yeah, but they were also owned by the fucking biggest asshole ever. What I'm saying, that's what I, that's basically where you need oversight. You need a little bit of, hey, what are we doing here? Like, you can't just go out and uh, you have to be a consistently, because then the bad contracts hurt the players. Bad contracts hurt players, too, because they're like, oh, they're going to be shy. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going one, two-year deal. Look at the Dodgers. They don't want to go long-term as much. It makes sense, but why? Like, why they? Because those long-term contracts never work out anyway. Not true. Not really? True. Name me one. Alex Rodriguez. Oh, yeah, he did it twice. They actually read yeah. up him. Yeah. I mean. But you want to open that you door? Get, you want to open that door? I do want to open that door because I know at these contracts, they know exactly if they get 33% of value, they're fine because they enter all the contracts. If you want to do this, show which years that you, which year do you enter the contract? Oh my God, that's funny because there's, there's people. We're actually no, I, we have fans. Yeah, we have fans. <laughs> we have more fans outside right we now. Have more, we have two fans <laughs> outside watching the podcast, knocking at a window. Goes, oh my God, They're like you know, but uh, that's hilarious. But more, most of the times, you'll get like an Albert Pujol. Remember Josh Hamilton? Is it Josh? Yeah, there's a lot of bad get, contracts. It's not. I know. I'm it's not like nine out of ten. But I'm saying, but now with the technology, now with the data, now everything else, a lot of more decisions are. There's a lot more to it than just hey i think he's good let's pay yeah. him. it's but not you know, that way anymore it's one thing for teams to be able to spend money on like the yankees do you know like the mads the dodgers whatever you know but what pisses me off is like on the other end of the spectrum is when someone like i like i like i like manfred i think yeah, but you remember for six years we were making no money five years into money so we have 11 years of As basically, players you're talking about yes we have 11 years before we even get paid so when we get paid that's because what we've done yeah I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, but I'm not even talking about the players. I mean, good for you for the most, the more money. Everybody would do the same thing as you of guys course, did. Yeah, you know, know. But what I'm saying is like, Rob Manfred says that, you know, and like I said, I don't mind him as a commissioner. I like him. He's decent. He's not going to, you know, I don't think he's going to like, you know, I don't think he's marking history. You know what I mean? No. But while these teams are spending a lot of money to go and, and say like the reason that the Oakland A's lost their team in Oakland is because the fans abandoned the team. Yeah, it's like, fuck you, that's, seriously, that's man. Coward. That's coward to say. No, just, and to repeat it more than once, it's like, well, you know, remember, I'm going to put a sheet of dish in front of you every year, and, and one day you're going to, at one point, you'll, you know, first, at first you're going to trust me, and I'll give it a shot. Yeah, of course, it doesn't taste uh, that's that good, true. But, that's you know. true that without the fans, you don't have a team. I get that. I understand. It's, he's not wrong. He's not wrong, but the problem is it's deeper not than wrong. that. I mean, they, they he's not it, wrong that when, if they had 50,000 in the stands, dead, they wouldn't have lost the team. That's yeah, true. But there was no, there, there was 50,000 yeah, reason to be in this stadium. You know what I mean? Exactly. If you keep putting that product out there, that's terrible. Why? As a consumer, if I keep going someplace and I'm asking for a Diet Coke, you keep giving me a Diet Pepsi. I want to die. That's your example. Give me what I'm trying to get. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why I order this. I'm, I'm, I'm paying for product, and the product is shitty. Yeah. It's not good. It's not up to standard. It's not up to par for the team, for the league. It's an embarrassment. If they keep doing this, if you have like... And that's what it was. And nobody... Would, I know. And that's what pisses but me off. That, as a commissioner, problem. you should be knocking on the owner's door and go, hey, what the fuck are you doing, man? Well, that's the I, I'm representing a league, man. That's Can you make the product more available in the field? And, and that's, that's what why, you're to go... That's why my you know, argument about the money, everybody make it together. Not together, because I still believe in a free market. But I believe in a free market. But I believe there's, if there isn't any market... There is no such thing as a free market. So for me, it's like, okay, how do we take care of our guys at the bottom? Not just giving money to shut up. Don't give those teams, the, you know, the bottom tier teams, hey, 
We'll get your vote. Shut up. You're good. Whatever. Yankees, Dodgers, Red Sox, all the top five, six teams are paying down to make sure that everybody's quiet. Yeah. That's not doesn't work. That's not sustainability because then you lose your fans. Then you lose the product. Then you then you take that product. It's shitty. It's not good. Then the fans are like, eh, I'm out. I'm not doing this. I'm getting robbed. Reason, I'm yeah. not paying $150. I'm not bringing my kids to this, this, and that. So that's why I understand the short game is to make money. I get that. But the sustainability of a business or a market or an in industry relies on long-term vision, not on short-term vision. I think they and they, they have to realize that because the you know the fan base is basically of all major sports. Major League Baseball is the oldest fan base Basically, in all yeah, sports, sports, it's like, 52 uh, years old, and everything else is yeah. like 43, 42, 41. Totally different. So what happened there? They lost the whole generation. That's why they make all the changes and everything. Yeah, so that's why, for me, the gambling, the gambling control, not control, but the gambling understanding that, hey, this is how we gain our fan base. This is how we get the, you know, we, we gauge the interest of people. Because if you have something in it, you're going to pay attention to it. You're going to yeah. care about it. You're going to do that. That's kind of where I'm going with it. Utilize the gambling, you know, because it's there. Utilize it the right way as an industry together and really take advantage of it because it's there. It's there. Just control it. Now we're talking about data and everything else. That's just going to come yeah. in later. But, you know, I think yeah, to, make it, to, fair, to make it fair for everybody, you just got to be like, because I know everybody's, oh, you know, if I, I want to spend the money, I want to spend it. I, I agree with this. I'm not arguing with that. But the problem is there's, you know, that industry is so old. Not old, but such an old thought, old, old way of thinking. Yeah, being but ran by made, old men never, also. Well, they never, had made, they never had to work to make money. They've always been given money for their product. Now that changes. The streaming, the TV, right? That's changed. Now they have to go get out there. They have to go out there and show their product. Well, if the product is not as good and they don't want that, the fans don't want a slow. Nobody wants to watch chess. And that baseball is a game of chess. I mean, so what do they See, do? Now, Are they going to try to speed it up? Or, or big chess public, man. No, the, I the love big chess. chess. audience. I love chess. <laughs> <laughs> There's a really good show about that, too. So that? Queen's Gambit. Oh, God. That really good cool, show, man. yeah. Yeah. But geez. no, I think it's uh, – and I think that's why as a, as a whole group, it's not, I'm not saying like, okay – you know, because everybody's going to call, oh, you, you know, this be a free market. But make it fair where the, the Rays have a chance. Because the Rays is probably the best organization in the last 10 years overall. They just can't win because they have no money. They have no stadium, all that yeah. stuff. But if it would be a little more fair where, okay, you can't just spend 500. Oh, you can't spend the 500. That's fine. But then so, someone has to make money where you got to have, you can't have that much of a difference. You can't do that. It's just not, it's not sustainable as an industry. You can't do that because then what it is, you have five or six teams are, on top, and the rest is just the leftover just okay. to play against each other. It's become an independent league. Well, you know what? Baseball is the only team that doesn't have a uh, salary cap. I think it's about or time floor. it goes that way. Or a floor. That, but it goes with it. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. I think it's just, you just go together. Like You, you understand what's the, the value of the industry. You just move it together. And then, you know, I think it needs to be together. Players and owners need to get together and say, hey, well, what do we need to do today? Like, we all know what happened. And that's the problem. Everybody's trying to pull money. Instead of creating money, they're trying to take it from each other. And they're trying to make money and trying to spend less. Well, you, your product is, you know, it's, you talk about stock market. This is the product you're selling to the fans. That's what the fans are buying. They're buying like, okay, I want to be an Otani fan. I want this. Own it and control it and make sure you can not own it, but make sure you, uh, what do you call it? I'm not own it. What do you want? I'm just like, make sure you, uh, you take care of it. It's an asset. These are an asset, not expenses. And I think that's the big difference. It's just the way you look at it in a long term, of course. And you know, I understand the business works a little different. I understand it's not like, you know, it's, easy, it's easier said than done. And, you know, implement the whole thing is different because you have to change a lot of stuff. But I think that for sustainability-wise, they're trying to grow the game everywhere. They're trying to, like, oh, we're going to expand. Like, 
all right, why don't you find a stadium for Rays? Why don't we find a stadium a solution for Oakland? Well, they did. There's already established. Well, not they, for Oakland, but... Uh, Oakland, they just moved it because yeah. Vegas will pay, and then that's an easy way to do it. But that's not... Like, you could have kept it in Oakland because you have a good fan base there. You could, you know, you know the Giants I don't know, are like good. I said, man, it's like, you know, it makes me angry. Instead of just moving, fix the problem. Instead of just moving away or running away from the problem, just fix it. Why, why are they not successful? That would be changing, like, you know, the, the whole, you know, human species in uh, general. Let's go back to lighter stuff because, I mean, we just, I, I, I got a feeling we just, like, give, you know... Did everybody take a course? Because uh, Take notes because there'll be a final... Uh, we'll be go back exam. on it. We'll there'll be a, a final exam uh, at the end of the podcast <laughs> on the, every uh, on, on the business side of the. the... Let's uh, you know post the, the trade deadline was a little while ago, but I'm uh, as a player, I'm, I'm wondering um, once once it passed. I mean, before the trade deadline, obviously everybody's nervous, except for like a couple of of, of uh, untouchables on every team. Uh, You know, guys might be nervous. Am I going? Am I staying? You know, I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to think of like, you know, what Cody Bellinger, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for weeks, his name was, you know, being mentioned yep. uh, every day. Boom. Next thing you know, the and Cubs decide. And I thought he wasn't going to move and he didn't move. <laughs> I, I know. I know. You didn't know. You were right. And uh, but once once the trade deadline passes, first of all, tell me as a player. What's it like when the new guys come in, you know, and how nervous are you guys? about like, Because I, I look at the team, like, especially if you're in first place. Mm-hmm. Do you actually go, like, hope whoever they get, even if you know them, doesn't fuck up our chemistry? Because I'm not saying, you know, even a nice person can change yeah. the dynamic of, of a locker room, right? Definitely. I mean, that's, that, that's, the, that's the hard part. You know, we talked about it a little bit earlier, I think, that the hard part is to find someone that's going to fit in. And I talked about Joe Kelly. I talked about uh, Lance Lynn, Kike Hernandez went back to the Dodgers. These yeah. guys, they brought him back, but they're, these guys are back to the Dodgers. Yeah, they're just good. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> they're just Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, that's Shaky okay. Don't worry, man. I'm sorry. I bleed blue. My you're, bad. You bleed blue. I can confirm <laughs> that for sure. Yeah. I can't take it out of me. Sorry. It's okay, man. But no, I think it, it is. The, this, this is basically the hardest part, I think, for a manager or GM is basically find the right pieces that will fit in, not disturb everything not create complete chaos and you want the guys to understand hey we're not replacing you we're just adding to it and it it, it, it does make a big impact when you see a man a gm or a general manager comes out and say you know what we're going to do anything to win that changes a lot and or or even a team like the baltimore Orioles, they didn't do much you added a little no, bit exactly but then but you're in first place exactly that, that piss you know i was one we the dodgers then when i was there in i can't remember what the year exactly but when i was there we were in first place By three games, and we're playing in San Diego against San Diego. And, and the uh, trade deadline was earlier, too. It was like in, in early earlier, July. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a little bit. But then uh, they traded five of our starters. And I'm like, oh, what are we doing? Well, oh, we're going to get this, this. We're going to get Randy. We're going to get Finley. We're going to get, you know, Brad Penny, Aesop Choi, all these guys. I'm like, all right. We didn't get Randy Johnson. We didn't get this. I'm like, oh, my God. That was like, wow. Why are we doing this? But it was save money the next year and everything else but it does you know it's very touchy it's very touchy now the good the, the thing i like the most but what's now, it like when the gm tells you one thing and something else happens i mean do you lose well, faith you lose trust yeah you lose trust and I, you know i i lie you know when I, when it happened to me i went to the owners i'm like this is not how you should run a team and i'm like i went to you the said McCourt. that yeah i went to the mccord i had a four hour meeting is that right before they traded you <laughs> no. <laughs> no that was a year after <laughs> what the fuck this guy <laughs> we they tell you what me. to do no, man they asked me who wants gagne Can start making from some phone calls come on they asked me <laughs> did they oh yeah really well that's why i liked about the mccord they asked me what i thought they're really trying oh, to do okay. and you know they made a lot of mistakes and they're you know, 
it's not easy to run a team. It's not like, oh, we're going to do this, this, and that. You know, it, there's a lot, there's a process to everything. I think it's hard, and it's not that easy because you're trying to, you're trying to disrupt, you're trying to win, and like you're trying not to disrupt too much. Like, what do you do? Like, a lot of teams are going good at the deadline. Don't touch it. Maybe you want to add a little. That's bit what of Baltimore did, and people give him shit for it. I mean, it's like you're in no, first place. Man, they don't have the money. It's like they they can't. They're not going to sacrifice mortgage their future, like the Yankees. Now the Yankees going to have to be like, how do you? You don't want to mortgage your future, but now okay. We don't want to pay players. Well, I got no one behind them. No one's coming. So how do you do? Where do you, you know, where do you go with this? You know, yeah. you can spend money. That's great. But then at some point when you get, you know, when you get bit every single time, you keep giving contracts, giving contracts, you don't have anybody behind to back him up. That's the big difference. And then it is hard for, it is hard to really understand how to bring a guy that, you know, first of all, personality is going to fit everybody else yeah. and, or someone else is not going to be mad. And then the whole team's mad. If you have a leader that's a, hey, he's, you know, he's not playing well, you replace him, you bring someone else that might take his job. You might make two or three other guys unhappy. And you know, how it is, it's clicks. I mean, if you have, you know, if I'm a leader, if I'm going there, I'm unhappy and, you know, you can bring a team down and it's easy. It takes one yeah. guy to be negative in that clubhouse and it takes the whole team out. It takes the whole, you know, the win out of the sale. And then, you know, you're not there anymore. You're not the winning team. You're just, oh, now you get problems. Well, like to, to prove your point, I mean, the Rangers, it's exactly what they did. They they showed their players like, you know, we'll do everything mm -hmm. that we can this year to, uh, you know, to, to get to the World Series and win it. At the same time, what I like about the, the, the Orioles situation is like if, if, I mean, they might have tried to get like other pieces and they didn't work out. They didn't want to, You know, they didn't want to to to, to uh, was what they stick to their plan, and yeah, I think that was they didn't want to sacrifice to their, their farm system, you know. And it's a lot easier said than done in yeah. Baltimore than it is in the Yankees. Of course, but what I'm saying is like I think the Baltimore second floor's message to the team is like we trust what we have. Yeah, and they we have, have to, to get some little and extra they have to, and stuff. They and and just, I think uh, that and even especially for a young team, you know what I mean? Especially for a young team that shows you say, you know, guys, we got us here. We got here with you guys. Yeah, we might need a little help here. You're our there. future. Exactly. Rutschman. And know, that, build, that builds character. That builds winning. Yeah. That's how you build a winning Westberg. team. Basically, yeah, we're going to get through this together. Oh, I'm keeping them in guys. <laughs> we're going to get this through this together. Whether we win or lose, going to win as a team or lose as a team, that shows a lot. And then, of course, it's out of necessity because they don't have the money to be able to go. Maybe they would. I don't know if they would have not, but I think sticking to the plan. I think I think teams are a lot smarter. The guys, the guys. There is a reason why all guys are Ivy League guys. They're super smart. They understand long term. They understand the data. They understand the technology. How to use, utilize. I mean, the all GMs. Your, all, yeah, all the GMs. That's yeah. why. That's why. Like the basically they all Rays. They all guys from the Rays. Yeah. But any guy like Andrew Friedman and all these guys, and they understand what it takes. And and the good thing is these teams, they understand not just what it takes to be a good player, but to be like to build a culture that's yeah. hard to do that's the hardest thing to do because it, it comes from those moves that you talk about their baltimore orioles are not going to make a move they're just going only going to add but they're going to trust their young kids hey because that's going to be our ever last that's going to be lasting for a long time they're going to be like you know what i'm not afraid to play because they basically when they came this year I, you know some guys thought they were going to be good i didn't think i didn't think that because they're so young it's just a long team a long season yeah, i know we've been arguing about this for the whole season i've <laughs> but been it's, saying it's, since may but that it's impressive but then, then these kids are they, they, they're becoming winners They're learning how to win. Yep. And it's not about they, winning they, all the time. And it's a process. They're learning to win together. Yes. And that's where that's where you're going to have guys that are going to sign maybe long-term because they want to be with those guys again together. They're, well, they're, they're under they're team control for a long together. time, too, so yeah. they're safe on that side, too. Exactly. And then if they want to spend the money, right, they have a choice to do it. They have, like, they have, like the Braves have done. The Braves have done an amazing job of signing their young kids, but their kids have been playing together since A-ball. 
Double A, Triple A. They're yeah. all they're, they, they're together. They, go get a and they, know, they know each other. They know the I, missing pieces. Sean yeah, Murphy. If, you if know? They've been room, they're room, some of them are roommates in Triple A and Double A and A ball. They're roommates, so it's like they know each other. They understand. Hey, if you know, you know, Acuna's not doing well. Well, maybe Albies knows how to talk to him. Don't, he doesn't have to be the coach all the time. They can coach themselves, and that's the value of being together for a long time. I know you can buy players. I get that, and I'm all for it. Spend the money, go for it. But then, you, you, then there's no price <laughs> to on gamble team. even more. <laughs> there's no that's, price on team chemistry. You can't. You no, can't of course just, not. You can't it, buy chemistry. You can't. You can't do that. And it's how do you build this? Was well, by talk sacrificing to, at the deadline once in a while. Padres. Exactly. Can buy chemistry. The Padres, I think, will be fine. I think. I think they're onto I something. Think, they have a lot of. Remember, the Padres are not buying. Uh, yeah, they are buying their players, but their minor leagues are stacked. They've been stacked. Yeah, but also I was there. They're still stacked. They got a lot of good players. Still, uh, yeah. I mean, maybe not as much. I don't but when see I was there three years ago, one hundred prospect man. No, that's true. But they don't need to. They're all up there. I mean, it's like they still have two or three years right now that they got those guys for five, six, seven, eight years. So they got like two or three more years to stack up on the young kids, and they're going to make some yeah. trades. You're going to see some trades in the back that you won't really notice, but they're going to get some prospects and everything else. Tell me if you got some insight, maybe get some scoops, maybe, I don't know, if some of some of the old friends talked to you. I have a feeling that when Verlander got traded back to Houston, he wasn't all that happy. Wasn't? I, I think don't think I, so. Really? I don't know. It's a feeling I get. I don't that, know. I, I thought I, he was going to go expect- back there. That's what well, I thought. It was, it was the perfect. obvious move. It was it, it was yeah. the obvious choice, you know. I don't think I would have seen him. Uh, I, I'm wondering. If, I'm sure he had a no trade clause, and he probably gave it up, you know. But uh, I think Scherzer had a no trade clause. Yeah, right? yeah. He had to give it up. Yeah, yeah. And that's cool. That's cool that he wants to win, and he's at that time of the in his career. He wants to win. He wants to make sure that he gets around at the you know. But you get the same West feeling team. when you saw Verlander, just like uh, on his face, his body language, his reaction in the, in the mm, press conference. I didn't see. I didn't. Uh, I didn't see it to be honest. But I think you. You know. No, I think he would have been a happy anywhere to go back would be there. I think for him, I think that would well, be a good spot for him. Yeah, and I think you know for him to be being familiar, understand that they're going to trust him because he's basically a pitching coach. When he goes there, he's a pitching coach. He understand their whole analytics uh, analytics department. He's probably he's known that for a long time. He's going to help the kids. I mean, he's so yeah. valuable, and he, and he get they get him for. I think the Astros are favored now. I mean, I mean, it's like it's, it, they're they're. they're They've they been got there before. They for know. thirty million dollars for two years. That's the two and a half years. Yeah, because the 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 Mets owner is going to pay for the rest. Isn't uh-huh. that amazing? Isn't yep. that fucking just playing checks, man? How much? <laughs> yeah, all right, just get out of my face and just you know. No, but I, it's going to catch up to people. I mean, it's going. I mean, I, I'm all about spending, but you got to make sure you build your. You got to build like a you know backup plan. You got to have the yeah. backup plan. You got to have like yeah, <coughs> you have your two or three or four players. You know, four or five players that were raised. Because then, then that culture is not there. Then you can't just buy a culture again. You can't do that. It's not like the reason why I'm a Dodger blue and the reason why I talk about the Dodgers all the time, the reason why I understand like what it is like to be a Dodger and you know to hate the Giants, I hate Orange, that's why. Because I was there in this yeah, system Yeah, just so forever. the people are watching, I had to change my jersey because I, I had a Giants jersey at first <laughs> and I just realized I was pretty much telling them to fuck off, yeah. which is... <laughs> Not good. I forgot. I but I think that, that's how you build. Like, that's how you build a sustainable winning team. It's not just by spending a tradition, money. like you're saying. Yeah, tradition, and it takes a long time. Like, it's not easy to do. It takes years and years and years and decades and decades of doing the same thing over and over and understanding yeah. and trusting. When I went to the Dodgers, I didn't second guess my pitching coach because I understood there's a tradition of the best pitchers in the world over there that came through, and I understood that. So, just if you go to the Yankees, they shave. Everybody shaves. Why? Well, because they've been doing this for a long time. We got Babe Ruth. You got all these guys. There's a reason why. Yeah. If you go to the Pittsburgh Pirates, no, there's a lot of history there. But if you go to, I don't know, uh, Washington Nationals, there is no culture. There is nothing. 
It's just how we're playing baseball. Series. <laughs> well, it's, you're looking at me like it's like it's, it's not a small not, detail. Winning doesn't mean you're a winner. Winning means you've won. Winning is well, a process. Is this, knowing how to win is makes you a winner. Doesn't mean you're going to win all the time, but understanding uh, how to win is the difference. And I think that's the biggest. That's the biggest. You know, because if, if if you don't have to if you don't have to do that. Like I said, again, if you have the money, why do that? It takes time. It takes, you know, it takes a long time to, to put culture. It's, it's hard to do. I talked to the GM for the Coyotes. That's what, you know what they want the most? Culture. They want oh, culture. they're going a fucking wrong way about it, man. No, they're going, no, they have the, no the Phoenix choice. Coyotes, well, yeah. The biggest of Arizona is the telling big, him, we don't want you here. The biggest thing, that's the city, that's another, that's, that's. Well, that's also the, the empty seats talking politics. to us. That's politics. That's politics. <laughs> Are, are, they, are they selling out the uh, the arena, the Arizona State Arena? Are they selling out every game not every of a game. five thousand seater? No, but the message is right there. That's the message not, is right there. We don't want Oakland you. A's. That's what I'm talking about. But because they're putting up a shitty fucking product. Yes, but then you know you have to start somewhere. They have to eat all the contracts. So you, someone to has to somewhere. eat about the bad They've contracts. Been starting somewhere for the last twenty years, man. It's, it's a team that eats. How much, how much? How much of a longer running start do you need in twenty years in the fucking league, man? Like, well, you're gonna go somewhere else and do it over. Today. I'm tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, but I'm serious. No, I agree. Hey, I'm a Coyote fan, but what I'm saying, my point is basically this: they're by, they're trying to, but they want a culture. They want a winning culture. The guys are there. The guys like uh, Kellers and everything else. They want to make sure they stay there because they want to make, want to be proud to be from Arizona, live in Arizona, play in Arizona. They want that. You know, if you don't, if you just keep buying players, that won't happen. That's my point. I'm not saying they're doing good <laughs> and everything else. I believe in them so. I'm well, good friend with Will, so. Yeah, the owner. Or yeah, Bill, okay. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Will or Bill, I don't know. Obviously, you're good friends. So what do you call him when you see him? Well, it depends when he works. <laughs> He's got a different name when he works and when he doesn't work. Well, you know, here's a, a, a sympathetic message to you and the other four Phoenix Coyote. Come on. Arizona Coyotes. Was it Arizona or was it Phoenix? It's a baseball podcast. Don't bash me on because I like the Coyotes. Exactly. I'm going outside the box and just. You know? uh, they, need, they need fans, so be positive. Yeah. Well, I'm not living there. I'm not cheering for them. So, oh, I'm a big you know, fan. I'm a I know. big fan. You have to take me to a game once. Hey, it's, call me. it's amazing. It's funny. You, you, it's a I great call... atmosphere, actually. It is. <laughs> it really is. There's 4,000 people. <laughs> Stop laughing, there's man. 4, it's not funny. people to 5,000-seater. It's like, uh. you know, there's like a 1,000. I called him up once, and I go, uh, uh, we're going to talk about the, the podcast. And uh, you go, oh, I'm at the game. So what game? The Phoenix game. <laughs> and you were like in a press box. Not the press box, the uh, the owner's box. Hey, there's uh, no bad seats. No, of course. <laughs> well, not at the 5,000 seats. Yeah, you're very close. I was like, okay, well, call me after if you and go, no, no, it's, we got to talk about the game. And you go, no, no, it's a lot of fun. You know, the important thing is, you know what the important thing is, Eric, is that you believe it. Hey, I do believe it. I really do. <laughs> All right, well, a baseball podcast that started on the uh, on, on a baseball note ends on a hockey note uh-huh. or depressing Phoenix Coyote, Arizona Coyotes. Let's talk about the no, Montreal Expos. That's the, not as they're, they're, they don't even exist that's anymore. Why, at least, no, that's at least the Coyotes are alive. They're still there. Don't bash the Expos. We're trying to bring them back, man. No, you're like stabbing him while they're dead. I'm man. not. I'm the positive guy here. You're the negative one. You're right. Okay. All right. Good yeah. cop, bad that's cop. That's probably why. You know what? That's why probably I'm, I'm, I'm hating the Phoenix, the Arizona situation so much because it reminds me what the Expos went through uh, before they moved yeah. away for good. Anyway, uh, once again, uh, please uh, follow us on the uh, social networks that we have right here. Um, all the addresses are there and uh, of course thanks to the whole team thanks for, to uh, La Poche Bleu for uh, producing co-producing the show with us and just uh, believing in us and uh, Simon Cowan 
It was a bag yeah, behind the wall, just you know, pushing the right button and stuff. And uh, man, thanks for being there. It was a bit of a business talk today. Next time we'll talk more, maybe uh, make it more anecdotic. You know, we also have to change the lighting inside because, I mean, at, no, apparently, red, apparently, I thought... apparently it's different on the other side when people watch us. But I look at your face and I'm thinking, look how uh, red I, am. I know, one of us is going to have a heart attack within the next two minutes. Man. And I'm so, super uh, calm right now. I know. <laughs> I'm not. You got me riled up about the expo. So, you got me uh, about hey, hey, on this, what can I say? Game over. Exactly. We got it. Ciao, guys. Yeah, it's, we're getting better. <laughs> it's not perfect yet, but uh, you know. Get there. Game over.